This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello! Hey everyone! And welcome to the TMZ Swift Tea Podcast! Welcome back to a great episode. Great episode, a big day, a big week for the Swifties. I'm Melanie Miller. I'm Christina Cavallari. And today we are talking about the renamed Swift Bull. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be talking about um, we're gonna actually have a special guest on the show today. We're gonna talk about the 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 Super Bowl. Yeah, we're gonna break it down for you. Yeah, the actual football game that happened with Taylor there. All we were watching was Taylor at the game, but apparently other people watched other stuff. Uh, we're gonna be talking about what she was wearing. Mm-hmm. She was very expensive this weekend. Yes, in all black as well. And a theory that we thought about this morning. Yes. Oh, and that involves Beyonce. Beyonce. Mm. Two legends. Two legends. Okay. One more legendary than the other. No, they don't need to be compared, Melanie. (laughs) They are two insanely talented, creative women trailblazing in this industry. Never compared. I wonder where she got the idea to do country. Are you serious, (laughs) Melanie? Black artists created country music. Right. Okay. Wild. Sorry. Okay, so... (laughs) Great start. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Taylor Swift was at the Swift Bowl this weekend. This is breaking news for Taylor Swift. (laughs) No one knew about it. It's breaking news here. Breaking news, Taylor Swift was... Well, actually, so there. uh, we talked a a little bit about Celeb Jets. Um, Jack Sweeney is continuing to track Taylor's plane. She took a charter jet to Tokyo. She took a charter jet back to which we were a lot of people were trying to figure out is it or is it not Taylor Swift's jet? There was a lot of people in the newsroom working on figuring it out. Sure enough, we did discover that Taylor was flying from Tokyo to LA. LAX. LA. Not Las Vegas. Not a direct flight. So she flew then flew from LA to Las Vegas, which is like the next day. Oh, she didn't yeah. fly till the next day. That's right. I think she flew to LAX because it looked like our girl needed to get a spray tan. She needed to get ready, get her outfits. She just her... done four nights in Tokyo. Yeah, she needed a break, rally the troops. Yeah, bit of a breather. Bit of a breather. That's fair enough. Not go straight to Las Vegas. No. Um, but our girl did land in Las Vegas. She went with Blake Lively. They looked so good walking in together. Everyone I was watching the Super Bowl with was like, who is that blonde? Blake Lively? Yeah. What? She was on fire. I mean, she always is. Oh, like, I thought they, you said they didn't know who she was. She just looks so... She did. She was actually one of the highest Google searches for that day. Yeah, because people were like, what the hell? Mm. Like, her hair looks so... Funny. I loved her hair like that. Yeah. that was. She was there with Ice Spice. Yes. Miles and Kelly Teller were and in there. Miles and Kelly Teller mm-hmm. were in Taylor Suite. Yes. Paul McCartney. What? You didn't know this? I didn't see that. Yeah. In her suite. In her suite. What? Yeah. 
That's crazy. Paul McCartney was there. Like, wh- like all of all of Ke- Travis Kelsey's friends are now they like people talk about how Brittany Mahomes has come up on this. Like Travis Kelsey's friends are just sitting in the suite enjoying the football game, and out of nowhere, Paul McCartney, and they're just rubbing elbows with the freaking beetle. That is unbelievable. Yeah. I didn't see any photos of this. I need to see proof of that, please. I'll show you proof. Okay. I sent it to the work desk this weekend. Um, And it was very stressful watching Taylor play. Well, play. before, watching Taylor, oh, sorry. before we get there, yeah. I, I want to I ask you this. What's your opinion? I love Ice Spice. She has, like, they had her on, they just became very quick friends. Like, of all of her friends, there are only a few seats available because you had Travis's friends, you had um, Travis. Lana. Lana was there as well. But Lana was just, like, a guest in the suite for a little while. She was in and out. She wasn't a full, so was Paul McCartney. But Ice Spice had a permanent seat Mm. in a suite where there aren't very many seats available. There's Travis's parents, Taylor's parents, Travis's friends, Taylor's friends. And they have... Brother was there. Kylie. Yeah. They have not been friends for that long. I think Taylor's just really welcoming and anyone that she can see is a good person, she's got them into her group, into her life, and they're there to stay. She knows from... That is what we talked about in the Swifty world, when you know. She's very welcoming and very generous. Yeah. I like that. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Oh, the nail biting. Oh, it was very stressful watching. I didn't think they showed her. I know I lost our bet. I said four times. Yeah, I so do I naive. get tickets to No, the- we didn't say it in the end. We said no. That- sure that I get tickets to So when we go to Canada, I'm getting tickets to the air sure, store for yeah. me? No, definitely not. Um, oh, no, you got to give me something. They didn't show her as much as I thought she would, but well, a lot more than I said. Twelve times. You said four. I said eight. They I was 12. thinking once a quarter. They showed her 12 times. Yeah. From start to finish, not, they showed her before the start and after the they, game as well. Yeah, but our bet was from kickoff until final. Final, yeah. Yeah. But they obviously were going to show her when they won. We all wanted to see that moment, which was unbelievable. When Lana fell down, it was so good. I, there was a clip online that like, it was just like Blake panicking, Taylor riding her nails, like chewing them off to the bone. Blake's like mouthing, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, it was, that was every single one of us. It was so good. That game had me on the edge of my seat. And I also have no idea how to watch football or what any of it means. No, but it, like, and I, I was sitting with a bunch of Niners fans. And the the one, there was a, a guy there who was like a big football guy. And he was like, don't worry, the Chiefs are going to pull through. What? And then it just kept looking worse and worse and worse. And then what, the last 10 seconds of the game? It was crazy. And... Just having her there and watching her reactions made me feel so good. I loved have, watching her there. We got to see her on the field. The kiss? No, it wasn't a kiss. It was a, like a minute and 45 second kiss. Did you hug, find that? Hold. That's what people in mind are saying. <laughs> the hold was, was really it was beautiful. It was so long. It went on for I loved it. He went to Donna first and then Ida... Went straight to her. And then he just carried her around the whole field. Yep. Everywhere he, he went. He was so proud to have her there. And watching Taylor watch on as he sung on stage, that she she was trying so hard not to just have the like, biggest so grin. Happy. And she had this kind of subtle smirk, just like, that's my man. Are you crying? I'm so happy for she's her. She's crying. 
Sorry, yeah. I really love Taylor Swift. I'm so who would have thought? It's it's the perfect end to a love story. Yeah. It's so it was how can anyone be mad watching that? But then it gets better. They go to Zook nightclub. She's partying it up. The pa- Swift's parents are there. Jason's there. They're living it up in the club. And then the chain smokers start playing You Belong With Me. And he tur- he runs to the DJ booth to start like being like, this is my girl's song. This is my girl's song. And then when the You Belong With Me part comes on, he turns and they point to each other singing that they belong with Crazy. Each- Come on. <laughs> so, that's a movie. That's the rom-com. Hold on. Hold on. That's not where the story ends. I'm sorry. Then they go to Excess Nightclub and they sing... Love story comes on, mm-hmm. and Travis is there singing, I'll be the prince, pointing at him, and you'll be the prince. Oh. And then Taylor's pointing at herself that she'll and be they, the princess. And, and then, then they, they kiss. kiss. You can't script this. You cannot script it. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> that literally, like, I just don't, this is what, like, what every young girl once for her whole life. This is what Taylor's been wanting for her whole life at the beginning with Love Story. Yeah, she got it. She manifested the hell out of this. She did. Go, Tay Tay, go. They're We're the here beaches. for you, baby. We all are. Um, Trump? So, Trump and Biden. Clamoring so, on to Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. So, the President of the United States, Joe Biden, shared a tweet after the game, which was really funny. It was a photo of him. Uh, you know what I, I love also is is I just like to preface this with during her Grammys album of the year speech for 1989, she said that people are going to try to take credit for your accomplishments. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and read what Trump said. Oh, wait. I was talking about Biden. Oh, sorry. Obviously, he was not listening to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was very pumped. Oh, I just saw Trump first. So I... Okay, we'll go to the Trump first. Trump. I would just like to preface this with that's uh, her 1989 album of the year Grammy winning speech when she says that people are going to try and take credit for your accomplishments. Yes. And Trump says? Trump says, I signed and was responsible for the Music Modernization Act for Taylor Swift and all other musical artists. Joe Biden didn't do anything for Taylor and never will. There's no way she could endorse crooked Joe Biden the worst and most corrupt president in the history of our country and be disloyal to the man who made her so much money. Besides that, (laughs) besides that, I like her boyfriend, Travis, even though he may be a liberal and probably can't stand me, Trump says. And? And? Yeah, I just would love your opinion on this. So he's referring to a 2018 bill of passing the Music Modernization Act, And that law basically changed the way songwriters and music publishers are paid certain royalties. (laughs) Um, So he's responsible for every dollar that's ever made for every artist ever. I'm really intrigued to see if Taylor responds to this because of obviously when she's always talking about people taking credit and she hates that. Yeah. Which is fair. Yeah. So... Trump's. I don't understand what, like, what goes through this man's head when he's like, I know a way to get Taylor to recognize that she should come root for me. Ah, take credit for everything she's done. 
Yeah. That's it. Well, he's clearly nervous because of her past endorsing oh. Biden. He continues to bring her up. He's obsessed. All the time. So a lot of Republicans are. Yeah. Yeah. So they've been talking about her being, she's basically been a center of all these conspiracy theories about the fact that Joe Biden, Taylor, and Travis Kelsey have like secretly conspired together to, you know, check, like foresee the future of the NFL season and the Kansas City Chiefs winning. And then what, like she'd use that success and then endorse Biden. And then that would swing the 2024 presidential election. I'm confused how these conspiracy theories go to the NFL and Taylor. I think it's really funny though, that this really means that like, he is actually worried that she could swing the election. Well, we know from the past when she just made a comment about, you know, asking people to vote and, you know, just saying that she increased the votes by 35,000. Do you know how good that must make her feel? That Trump is at home shaking his little boots. Yeah. Knowing that Taylor might screw him out of an election. She has a massive influence. She has totally. 280 million followers online. Yeah. This is... This is a massive influence. And the tides so it's have, fair that he's nervous. And the tides have changed. The election when Taylor Swift, what, 2016, when he won? No, it's 20, um, oh, 2020. Oh, 2020. 2020, sorry. Right. I, yeah, 2020 is when she endorsed Biden. Right. But 2016 was with Hillary. Right. Not the same then. People have, people are now obsessed with Taylor Swift. She's catapulted into another stratosphere at this point in time. Um, and Biden had something to say? Yeah. So Biden poked fun at this conspiracy theory and he shared this meme of him. Um, I think they refer to it as Dark Brendan. I don't know. He just had lasers coming out of his eyeballs. Yeah. So he's got lasers, red lasers, red for Chiefs, red for Taylor's album, out of his eyeballs and he's ridden with it just like we drew it up. I love that he's feeding into all this stuff. I he's like, it. actually, you're right, Trump. And he it's did also, write it all up. Yeah, and it's also not the first time um, he said it. There was also a TikTok video where he's referred to the conspiracy theories um, where he was asked, and are you de divisively plotting to rig um, the Super Bowl? And he says, like, he can't, he can't say, basically. And he played into it there as well on TikTok. I love it. That's, he's just having fun with it. I feel like so he good. needs to really, like, shift and lean into this because... Uh, yeah, I don't know. But that's funny. I, I just am very obsessed with the fact that, that Trump is really shaking in his boots for a little Miss Taylor. And that's that. And that is that. That is that. That's our breaking news updates for today. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I do want to move on to something that I had an epiphany on this morning, mm -hmm. and that is Beyonce and Taylor Swift. Not Beyonce versus Taylor Never. Swift. So 
Beyonce be- broke the internet last night with her commercial. She's dropping a new album, a country album. March 29th. Yes. And there are rumors that Taylor Swift could pop up at Coachella. Now, I think what happens after Coachella is Stagecoach, yes. the country version. And I think that Beyonce is going to pop up at Stagecoach. That would be unbelievable. Why wouldn't she? That's It's fair. It's clearly a country album. It drops March 29th. Stagecoach is end of April. Yeah. So we've got plenty of She time. hinted at it at the Grammys that she was dropping a country album. Taylor's roots are in country. So this leads me to believe that there will be because Beyonce showed up at Taylor's Eras Tour premiere. Mm-hmm. Taylor showed up at Beyonce's Renaissance premiere. There will be a Taylor Swift Beyonce collaboration on Beyonce's forthcoming album. Oh, you're definitely thinking that. A hundred percent. It's definitely They've something- been lying it out for us. I think it's something Swifties and the Beehive well, some Swifties and some people in the Beehive would want. I think everyone would want that. I would hope so. It would be unbelievable putting the two women who people and the media are constantly pinning against each other on something together. I just think that if you bring the force of Taylor Swift and the force of Beyonce and you put it together, pulverize the universe. The shake of your head just then as you did that. No, literally, it's like a force field. It's two of the greatest, it's two the greatest trailblazers right now. Beyonce, Taylor Swift, together, that will break the internet. Like, like, like Drake did it with 21 Savage. This could, like, I just, like, I don't even want a song with them. I want an entire album. An album? Of Taylor and Beyonce. Like, that could really, like, the, l- listen, some people were very upset at my comments about Jay-Z, which, listen, I'm sorry I disrespected Jay-Z. Well, Jay-Z has very well dis- disrespected Beyonce in the past. However, this could really bring us together. This could be, what is it when they reach down the aisle or they cross the river? Something? I don't know. I'm just- Emerging? No, no, like when when they parted the seas, this could bring the seas back together. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm just saying that this could be the best thing that could ever happen and will ever happen. It would be an iconic moment in pop culture history for sure. And the joke of this all is that then Stagecoach would be the new Coachella. Like, Like Stagecoach sold out within minutes of going on sale. Coachella's still trying to hustle those tickets out the door. Yeah, it's a different lineup this year for Coachella, I think. That would be insane. It would be and if, unbelievable. If Taylor played Coachella and Beyonce played Stagecoach, I'm going to both. Oh, baby. Who's the real winner? You. Me. <laughs> yeah, this is good. This is good. This is good. This is really good. Well, so just fun fact, though, this isn't Beyonce's first time touching into country. Either. When? What did she go? She had her song um, Daddy Lessons in 2016 on Lemonade. Sing it. Sing it? I'm a terrible singer. Daddy Lesson. I don't I've never heard it. I love Lemonade, but. Yeah, it's a country song. Moving on. (laughs) Okay, so thank you very much for that um, lesson. 
Uh, we have a Travis update for you. Yes, and we'll be chatting to Ed. We will be chatting to our in-house TMZ Sports expert, Edward Lewis, today. Exciting. Hey, Ed. Hey, Ed. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. So so you're a big football guy. He's a, he's a Cowboys guy. Um, the Chiefs are <laughs> America's new team. But talk to us about this. This is what we really want to know. Um, this was a Cinderella story, if if anyone um this this was a Cinderella story. It was a fairy tale ending. It was a fairy tale ending, but the real icing on the cake would have been if Patrick Mahomes would have got the ball to Travis Kelsey for the winning touchdown instead of the other guy who we don't know who that is. McCall Hardman was was the other guy, yes. Uh, uh the way football works is especially in the in the red zone when they're down there near the end zone, it's called the when you're between the one and the twenty yard line, it is the red zone. And Obviously, everybody knows you're trying to get to Travis Kelsey when you're in the red zone. Uh, so the idea uh, to not throw into Kelsey there is probably like, let's make defense go to Kelsey, and it leaves McCole Hardman wide open for the game-winning touchdown. So for, for Swifties, you could say that he was being unselfish on that play by kind of taking defenders away from McCole Hardman and, and getting the game-winning touchdown. That so it was like a trick play. Essentially, I mean, yeah, you, you, you either use your best players to throw to them or use your best players as decoys. I haven't seen really the all 22 of it where you see the whole field of, of what Travis was doing on the play, but I'm assuming uh, he was some kind of decoy where everybody kind of ran with him and left McCall wide open. So it was Travis in a way kind of helping McCall rise up to this occasion? Exactly. Correct, correct, correct. You could say that. I mean, yeah, like uh, uh, who knows what the design of the play was because Mahomes is so good. But yeah, it appears that Kelsey was doing uh, something to help McCole get open. And everyone on the 49ers thought that they would want to, like, in their mind, they're like, oh, they're going to throw to Travis Kelsey because because everyone's thinking about Taylor Swift. Correct. I mean, <laughs> Mahomes <laughs> always throws to Travis Kelsey. And obviously, yes, it would have been a fairy tale ending if he had thrown the game winning touchdown pass in overtime to Kelsey. So, yeah, uh, they, they definitely probably had a more emphasis on Kelsey, yes. Damn. So, Travis wouldn't have been upset by this, though. He was Absolutely in on it. Absolutely not. He okay. was in on it. Yeah, you would, yes, you would imagine in the play, they know Travis, you're going to be a second or third option, but ideally we get you soak up some defenders from a cold to be open, yes. So we also need to talk about this. What would have happened in Chiefs Kingdom in football land um, if the Chiefs didn't at the last second take home the winning home trophy? See, it, it, it's not... It wouldn't be the end of the world for the Chiefs. They they would they still already have two Super Bowl rings. They've been to the Super Bowl now four times in the last I don't know, five six years now, uh, and they're going to be the favorites anytime Patrick Mahomes is underneath center. So uh, it wouldn't have been the end of the world. And they do Super Bowl parties for the losers as well. So obviously we're getting all these great footage of Taylor and Travis after, but they they would have still been at the club too, partying as is. You know, like so we, they, the only reason I wanted them to win is because number one. Well, we would have lost out on a lot of opportunities. For us in Swiftland, we wanted the field reactions. We wanted right. the clubs afterwards. We wanted on-field kiss. On-field kiss, Disney parade, and the and the Chiefs parade. So we would have lost all that. But Yeah, yeah, that you, you would have. But you would have still had the club uh, okay. because they do go out at partying after. And then how do they go partying they after if they lose the Super Bowl? We were talking about that in the newsroom today. It, it's it's you're the second place team. You know what I mean? It's not like you're not a huge loser. You know, you're still the AFC or NFC champion. You're the second place. Like it's a big deal to make the Super Bowl. It's a big accomplishment. You're celebrating your season. Would Travis, uh, have, would he have been crying at the club? Uh, yeah. I, I, Lil Wayne performed at the Niners uh, Super Bowl party last Ooh. night. People seemed to be okay. You know what I mean? They were, they were, they were having 
some time. And like I said, it is a celebration. Obviously, it sucks to lose, but uh, uh, you made it this far. It's a big deal. I don't think the 49ers look that happy on the field, though. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's terrible. But I'm, I'm more talking about the club afterward. You know, they 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 can. It's been a couple hours since since the loss, and they can kind of uh, uh, resonate a little bit and party a little bit. No, okay, we. It sucked to lose, but, you know, at least we had a good season. Thank God they didn't lose. That would have been terrible for <laughs> Swifties. We really needed this. Um, we yeah, wanna, it's great for content. We want to talk to you about one more thing before we let you go. Yes. Break down the Andy Reid thing. Yes, so we saw Travis go up to Andy Reid on the sidelines, like, basically shake him and yell in his ear, and there's been a bit of talk online. He almost knocked over Coach Reid. How <laughs> yeah. disrespectful. And And a lot of people in the community are worried, is this a red flag? For Taylor Swift, should she be worried about this? Well, I'll start with the Taylor Swift aspect of it because we saw this on Christmas Day, I believe. He was playing the Raiders, and remember they got smoked. Uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes threw two pick sixes; it was awful. And he chucked his helmet onto the ground, and it went everywhere. And he threw this big old temper tantrum. I think remember that was the day Swifties were kind of concerned about it as well. So uh, this is Travis. You know what I mean? He gets upset on the sidelines, and, and he throws his helmet, and he has outbursts. Um, but I will say, it's passion. That he, he might have had a point on this one, in my opinion. Uh, from the 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 looks of things, he was upset that Reed had taken him out of the game. I guess oh, you know, for, and that and that that appeared he appeared to be upset that he wasn't on the field uh, in the red zone, like we talked about, where he could make you know plays with either as a decoy or make touchdown catches. So it, that appeared to be his issue was put me back on the field, coach. I can't believe you took me out, kind of deal. And it wasn't uh, so, like aggressive. It was just like what are, what are, what's happening? It's a Super Bowl. Well, it was aggressive because it was a Super Bowl, right? Like, uh, uh, Kelsey, Kelsey obviously wants to be on the field every play during the Super Bowl, and mm-hmm. and I think he got upset that Reed took him out. So that that seems to be it. I, this happens, you know. Football happens. You can Tom Brady did this a lot during his career too, screaming at people, screaming at coaches. You know, it, this is this is football. NFL players do this. It's it never usually gets this physical where he kind of you know gave him that little bump, but people yell at coaches all the time and superstar people too. You know, it's it's the Tom Brady's of the world. And even Travis Kelsey, it's not it's not just the no-name guys. So. I, so, I did, sorry. Go ahead. I did see that Andy Reid did talk about it after, and he was like, oh, it's fine. Like, he's just really competitive. And apparently right. Travis did come up to him after and apologize and gave him a big hug. Aww. So everything is fine. So we can just break yeah. this down to passion. And competitiveness. Yeah. yeah. Competitiveness. And Kelsey said he loved him, too. He, he said it's not a big deal. Both of them said it's water under bridge. And it really, I mean, like I said, this happens a lot in football games. Edward Lewis, thank you for your time on the Swift Tea Podcast. Thanks, Ed. Of course. Thanks for having me, guys. Bye, Ed. Thanks for that, Ed. Thank you, Ed. I found that really interesting, actually. I found that really compelling. Great work, Ed. Um, So we are filming this on Monday. Mm -hmm. Um, This is the day after the Super Bowl. Um, The Disneyland, when they're like, I'm going to the happiest place in the world after the Super Bowl. Let's go to Disneyland. The Chiefs are going to Disneyland today. That's fun. I assume Taylor's going to Disneyland today. So... uh, what do they do there? We'll talk about the Disneyland stuff on Thursday. But okay. they, like, ride the floats. They ride the rides. They go on a parade. And the wives and girlfriends go on the floats, too? Uh-huh. Oh, that's cute. It's really cute. I love it. But there is one more parade. The Chiefs Kingdom Parade in Kansas City. When's that? Oh, I'd really love to go. It's on Wednesday. Valentine's Day. Mm. So this is a question for the Australian in the room. That's me. That's you. So, so Ken, now we're running into another problem. Mm-hmm. Taylor had to get on a flight from Tokyo to LA to make the Super Bowl. She has a concert in Australia in Sydney, February 16th. It's Melbourne first. Oh, sorry. Okay. She has a concert, Melbourne, Melbourne, <laughs> Melbourne, yeah. Melbourne, 
on Friday. You don't say Melbourne. Sorry. Friday, February 16th. Okay, yep. And she'll need to leave on the 14th. And she, and, and the 14th is Valentine's Day. That's number one, the day of love. So they, they got to spend it together, right? And also, that's the day of the Chiefs Parade. Ken Taylor Swift, you're the expert on this. Can she go to the Chiefs Parade, spend Valentine's Day with, with Daddy Trav, and then hop on a flight and make it in time for her Melbourne concert? <laughs> that was really good, Melbourne. Thanks. She can. Tell us how. Break it down. So she would have to get on a flight that night, Wednesday night. How, how, what's the latest she can leave? I think the flight, well, going by the flights I would catch, it would be around 10.30 p.m. Okay. Um, via Qantas. Um, what? No, it's the Australian airline. But she wouldn't catch Qantas. She'd catch her own plane. Anyway, so she would catch around 10.30 p.m. or fly around 10.30 p.m. And then she would miss the whole of the 15th. As we time travel, we lose a day when we go to Australia. Oh, so she yes. would land on the 16th. She lands on the 16th, first thing in the morning. What time? 6.30 a.m. Oh, plenty of time. So she has the whole day. She'd be exhausted. She could sleep the whole way there. Of course, because she has her own plane, probably with a bed in it. Yeah. Because the jet lag, going back, rough. So basically, but she wouldn't, it wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't be jet lag on the way there because she would just leave at nighttime, sleep on the plane, wake up at 6 a.m. She's got a full night's rest. Yeah, exactly. So that's fine. Yeah. So we'll probably see her at the parade. I need to see her at the parade. Well, I don't know I what this parade it. is about, so I'm not sure if it's as important for her to be there like the Super Bowl. Okay. Well, it is important. Okay. Um, we have to celebrate our victories. So do you know what the football parade is after you win the Super Bowl? They all get on, on a little bus or a few buses, whatever, <laughs> and they get on the top of the bus and they ride around the Kansas City, Missouri, oh, and, and they the wave at all of the fans from Kansas City that, that help cute. support them. And get them to the Super Bowl, and and they like drink, and they and they pass the trophy around. Cute. By the way, Ooh. speaking of drinking beer, we did mention this. Taylor I had the same thought as you just then. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah. Taylor Swift chugged beer. Her and her best. Did I hear a p from over there? P oh, okay. <laughs> Um, so Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl with her best friend, Ashley. I don't know how you pronounce her last name. Yeah. But they were obviously strategically waiting for the camera to cut to them because as soon as it did, her and her friend Ashley drank a beer, chugged it. Taylor finished first, slammed it down, and then Ashley finished. What do you think of her chugging abilities? Look, I am people a are hating. People are hating on it. I'm a terrible, I was going to say sculler. In Australia, we say sculling as well. Another yeah. fun fact for you, Australian vocabulary. Um, I'm a terrible chugger. But looking at Taylor, I think she did all right. I think she she kind of stops and it's not a full uh, chug, sorry. And she stops and like it's almost a bunch of big sip, sips. She beat Ashley by a long time. Yeah. I love, I feel like a lot of people are saying she didn't do very well, but I'd like to see Taylor go up against some of these footballers. Travis, that'd be Footballer fans. Oh, Travis and Taylor great. chugging, that'd chug off. Great. Oh, there's so much fun we're going to have with this relationship. I know. And we're only just getting started. For us as well, Taylor. I'm sad. I'm not sure how much we'll see of them, though, now that the NFL season's over. He's going to fly to Australia as soon as he's done with all. He's Now, the bummer about them winning the Super Bowl is that he now has to go on, like, a press tour of, like, we won the Super Bowl. But as soon as... That wasn't... That was just me. Well, you played with your hair and it got crazy. Oh, so... Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Um, but the bummer is that, um, now he has to go on a press tour for like winning the Super Bowl. But as soon as he's done with that, he'll be skipping off to see her on tour. We'll get 
tour talk from it. Tour talk instead of Travis talk. Yes. Um, I would. I would like to get into our final segment. Yes. Spotted. Wrapping up Travis update. Travis update. Wrapping it up and on to Spotted Taylor Swift. Oh, we didn't talk about how much he paid for this week. Okay. I think that's okay. Cool. Oh. Okay. Um. So Taylor, and listen, are you smart? Me? Yeah. I'd hope so. Okay, I'm horrible at math. I just wrote down all the prices. Oh, I'm not going to add them all up in my head right now. Oh, well, I guess you're not smart. <laughs> that was the quiz. You failed. <laughs> Wait, I have my phone. I can I can. Okay, I, I, I gotta calculate. Okay, okay, okay. So, so she was wearing an Easter egg, uh, her top. Yes, her top is Dion Lee, which is an Australian brand. She's about to head to Australia. I feel like that's a bit of an Easter egg. The um, crochet suspend. The, that hot little top she was wearing where yeah, she showed gorgeous. under boob. Gorgeous. Looking hot, Taylor. Um, she was wearing, uh, that was $720. Um, so US? US. This is all US. She was wearing. Um, <laughs> what other? Karen, I don't know why you do it in Australia. Well, I don't know Australian money. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just letting you know. Okay. So her little cuff earring. And by the way, um, I got all of this information from Sarah Chapel, Taylor Swift Style. Shout out to you. Thank you for that. Um, but she's wearing just this little cuffy thingy and like a little tea earring mm-hmm. for, I think, obviously for Travis. Well, for Taylor. Probably for Travis. Um, $6,500. And, what? And, for one of them and 650 for uh, the other one. So just two little earrings. Or, so uh, six and a half grand. And six hundred and fifty. Just for she had more earrings on her ears, but those Holy. were just for two of them. Her other earring, she had a, a last line heart earring for four hundred and ninety five dollars. Mm-hmm. She had um, Louboutin boots with the eighty seven on, on them. The boots on the boot. Those were one thousand one hundred and ninety five dollars. Oh my god. Um, she had like Shea jewelry, which was um. Mm $5,420 plus another piece of shade jewelry, $5,660. Plus she was wearing a $19,950 bracelet. She was wearing Shala Karimi rings, $810 for one, $850 for the other. Um, She was wearing some sort of retro vol, that's what you call it, necklace or something, $300. Three thousand two hundred and ten dollars. Was that the eighty-seven necklace? No. Oh. The eighty-seven necklace was four thousand two hundred and fifty dollars. She had a choker by Stephanie Golab. Oh, I think the eighty-seven necklace was Stephanie Golab too, uh, for seven thousand five hundred dollars. She was wearing the cutest little football purse. Mm-hmm. It was like a rhinestone football with eighty-seven on it. That was $4,495. And then the rest is pretty cheap. She would shout out to Erin Andrews. She was wearing another Erin Andrews chief jacket for $140, and her jeans were only $695. I don't even want to read out the read final it. amount. Read it. $62,540. I really hope I added that up correctly, but I think I did. Close enough. Around, so over 60 grand. That's insane. That's well, incredible. She looked incredible. She looked great. Takes a lot of money to look that good, and baby, she nailed it. I'm wearing um, <laughs> right now Fit Check. These are $50 Fabletics. 
an Urban Outfitters Playboy top, a necklace from my bestie Jacqueline. Like I, I don't know what she paid for it, and that's that'll wrap it up. And how much was that thing? Hundred bucks. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Three-year-old Converse. Cool. Basically, probably the same. Good. Levi's. Slay. Yeah. Um, wrapping up, going into our last segment of the day. Fun fact. And? And today's is about Post Malone. We love Post Malone. Love Post Malone. And he has a song with Taylor on the new album, he Fortnite. does. Um, so Post was at the Super Bowl. He sung. The national anthem or something? No, I've got it. Oh, yes. America. He sung, yeah, acoustic version of America the Beautiful. He's going country now too. <laughs> he was in a country outfit and he's playing stagecoach. The pieces are starting to line up. <laughs> Maybe there will be a collab with Post Malone on the Beyonce country album too. I'm just I'm excited for all these collabs you're manifesting. Yeah. Um, and the fun fact is that Post Malone has a Chiefs tattoo that he got in 2020 of the logo. The yeah, like the Chiefs logo with the signatures of Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Yeah, so he because lost. He lost yeah, he lost a bet while playing beer pong with them. Yeah. Do you know what's also funny? Uh. That it was after a game between the Chiefs and the Niners. Isn't that nuts? What? This really is scripted. <laughs> it's this whole... Someone's scripting something. It's not us. Definitely not. Allegedly. Allegedly. Sorry, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly scripted. Um, but it's important to know that Post Malone is a diehard Cowboys fan. Mm -hmm. This is what I think. I may have mentioned this earlier. Maybe I didn't. But if you don't know, because you're from Australia, we've established this three times. Okay. This episode. The the Cowboys is America's team, and they haven't gone to the Super Bowl in like thirty something years or something like that. Like a ridiculous amount of time, bombing every year. And I personally believe the Chiefs have turned into America's team. I wondered why you said that earlier today. It's the team America roots for, and it was the Cowboys. Are they the underdog? Are the Chiefs considered the underdog? No. Not anymore? No, no, no. The Chiefs are like, I feel like it, if we're really being logical about this, it was the Cowboys and the Patriots kind of became America's team with Tom Brady, and now we've moved on to the Chiefs. And the Cowboys need to let it go, Post Malone, give it up. Edward's a big Cowboys guy too. Uh, Edward Lewis from Team Z Sports, but uh, yeah. Thanks for listening today, guys. That's it for Swifty today. You can catch us wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple. You can watch us on YouTube. You can watch us on YouTube. You can listen to us. You can see us live. You can see our fit check. You can see our fit checks. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.